Welcome to Podcasting for That Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are bringing you some rather boring analysis. I mean, not us. Our analysis is always going to be fun. But we are analyzing something that was a waste of time. Hey guys, I'm Renmardia. My name is Brendan, and welcome back to the Men Tell All. Yeah. Almost exclusively promotional version of podcasting for the right reasons it honestly honestly was the biggest waste of time i think i've ever watched a tell-all be it was it was painful and the fact that like what i got out of this though is that what's his face louis sobieski's magical brother (laughs) um his hair i didn't even realize who he was I was just like, who the heck is that blonde guy up top? <laughs> number one, up top. Number two, that that means that we don't know him. We don't care about him. So I should have known. He's so far up top. I was like, I just forgot who he is. Um, also, Logan's hair looked better at the tell-all. But Logan told us nothing. That's because nobody brought it up. No one asked if he was feeling better. No one asked how his COVID was. Gabby didn't. The guys didn't. <laughs> Jesse didn't. Like, what is this honestly about? Which further reinforces to me that he did not have COVID. So why lie about it? I don't know what happened. I don't know if they were doing him a favor because of how horribly, how much he carried the first part of the season. Or if he just, like, paid all the producers and editors a lot of money to, like, Mm -hmm. not make him look bad. But for whatever reason, he did not have COVID because they would have talked about it if he had COVID. Mm-hmm. It was just never brought up at all. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we ready to get started? Yeah. Uh, I I just also I just want to say really quickly, somebody did say on Instagram they were like, "Was Logan uh, was Logan taken out of the game early?" Because he's going to paradise. Like they just shipped him off to paradise. Apparently they don't start film. They're not filming at the same time. Okay. That's what I thought. But then I was like, that's a, that's a valid theory maybe. But that that was, a bachelor, bachelor data put out a video that they, that uh, the bachelor ended filming in like early to mid May and paradise films in June. Okay. So. Once again, back to square one with Logan. Nobody yeah. knows what the heck happened. Nope. Uh, let's talk about a terrible hometown date. We Ooh. are we are in Salem, Massachusetts. We are with uh, Rachel and Avon, and we're going to meet Avon's mom, Dawn, and his dad, a- AJ. Were you at all nervous about this, this uh, hometown? Not really. And uh, not really until we met AJ and AJ seemed like he was going to be a jerk and he was one of the better parents in the sense of like he was like not like yeah you should get engaged after six weeks but he didn't say none of this is real you're a liar and a fake and I'm pretty sure like that's not being 100% on board and not calling your your son's love fake should not be that much of a excitement, but that has become the standard request that maybe just 
don't be a horrible person. Don't be overly committed. Tino's dad set that bar real low. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I was a little nervous about it because of the way this is, this is how I thought that his parents would be the ones that were like Tino's parents because of the way that he set up the story that he told about them, how his dad didn't like his last girlfriend or something. His mom was really vocal about it and everything. I thought that they would be the problem parents. Well, I think she, this is obviously was one of, this is probably Rachel's best hometown in the sense of she had criticism, but she handled it well and explained how she was feeling fairly well. She's probably like, I can do anything after Tino's home. Oh, yeah. So uh, we first head to Crow Haven Corner for to meet Lorelai, the love witch. And I think witchcraft in general is obviously all a, a racket. But I cannot take it seriously with that thick Boston accent. <laughs> And yeah. just like it was, it was so strong that I couldn't even take her serious as a person. Do you think it was fake? No, I felt like it was just a really annoying Massachusetts person. <laughs> and then, yeah. obviously, as they do in all these situations where they, uh, the fake religion person, the religion, religion. The religion may be fake, but the, I don't think the people on the show are actually the religious person or like mm-hmm. some sort of like religious leader or teacher. And they always have a weird amount of insight into the specific struggles of the lead and the contestant that are there. Every time, every time they're like, oh, but you're having trouble with this, aren't you? Yeah. How does she know? Because producers feed information. They're like, yeah, so what we need you to say is that Ava needs to open up and Rachel needs clarity. And she's like, why? She goes, doesn't matter why. Just say it. Just Just say it. it. They'll catch on. I, okay, did you, did you think that this was boring? Yes, until I watched the rest of the episode and realized that this was the best part. Isn't this tragic? Because I felt like this whole episode was just tragic to me. It was, but this was... It was, like, representative of on and off points of the entire season. Just wasted moments. Well, I think the funniest part of this was when they accidentally knocked over the table. And Avon, Avon and Rachel are making jokes about how this is not good for their love. And then Lorelai's like, stop playing around. Help me fix my table. And they're like, is this good for our spell? And she's like, I don't give a crap about your spell. Help me fix my table. Just stop. That was the most real point of this, the whole episode was that moment. They're like, none of this is real. Help me fix the table, okay? <sighs> I just can't with this stuff, though. Like, every time, and it's always at the very end I'm just watching a replay of the table again. Like that—that that was the realest moment of all of it. All two hours, that was the realest moment. You know that lady was like, "Don't come busting up my shop like this." 
I mean, to be fair, she was the one who knocked it over. It's true. It's true. But she's like, if you guys didn't come here, I wouldn't have knocked over my damn table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we get to the evening portion. And Avon lets us and Rachel know that this is the first time that his parents have been in the same room since he graduated college. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So they graduate college <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> he said it's been six or seven years. Yeah. I think he's one of the older guys. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember how old Avon was. But... I think he was upper 20s to like. The fact that upper 20s is one of the older guys. Goodness. I mean, given Tyler was like 23. I was such a baby. Uh, so they have a kind of an awkward meetup at first. And I think it's awkward partially because Rachel and Avon are like in a weird spot. And also because his parents don't want to be together. <laughs> but they're matching. They are matching, but I don't, I, but it was very clearly like, they're just like, everyone's like, okay, let's just like, how quickly can we split up in the conversations where I don't hate someone else in this room? Yeah. I like to believe that the producers were like, hey, we know y'all like, don't want to be together, but at the same time, like, let's, how do you feel about this burgundy color? How do you feel about like, it looks great. It brings out both of your eyes or something like that. And maybe... The public will see it and be like, oh, they're subliminally on the same the same wavelength. And so like in a Hallmark movie, this love story will bring back around another love story. It's a parent trap situation. <laughs> yeah. This is basically their parent trapping Asian, like not AJ. They're parent trapping Avon's parents for sure. It's great. <laughs> this is, Avon being on the show has just been a giant ruse. Yeah. He doesn't even care about Rachel. He's gonna he's gonna break up with her next episode. It's, like, it's his version of summer camp. It's, it's like, his summer camp. <laughs> his parents back together. Operation Parent Trap Hometowns didn't work. <laughs> You're really great, but we're just gonna have to end this now. Oh it didn't goodness. work. I love, it. I love uh, it. So we split off pretty quickly because well we have we have 45 minutes of promotion, so we don't really have time to to have an actual conversation. We have uh, AJ and Rachel talk first. He wants to know how the relationship is going to work in the real world. And I think this was interesting because compared to Tino's family or Zach's family, she seemed to have actual answers. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. She seemed to be like, yeah, we've talked about like kids and raising kids. We've talked about how we would live and where we would live. I'm just like, this is the first I'm hearing about any of this. Right. What if Avon swoops in for the win? He's a dark horse. We had no idea. This definitely makes her, it definitely puts him higher because of what she tells us later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that surprising to you? Well, we'll get to it. We'll get, we'll get there. Uh, then he asks the million dollar question. Are you earnestly, sincerely, wholeheartedly ready to commit to love with Avon? And she does her best to say, I really care about him, but I can't tell you that. Mm-hmm. And because I think he must understand or have talked to someone because he's like, okay, I'm not going to push this. He doesn't push it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think his, his mom, like I said, I was worried about his mom. And granted, they still, like, they ask real questions. But I still can't get out of my head the fact that I anticipated these two people to come at them like Tino's parents. Could you I just imagine? didn't predict, predict Tino's parents being who and what they were and what they brought to the show. And, like, what's crazy is, could you imagine if after the season she's had, Rachel gets mercilessly grilled by two of the three families? My gosh. Or Rachel, I'd be like, I'm never meeting anyone's families again. <laughs> She's like, look, if you can marry me and I never have to meet a single person blood related to you, great. But That's if I great. have to meet someone, I'm, I'm just going to have to marry an orphan. That's a deal breaker. Nope. I'm going <laughs> to have to marry an orphan. <laughs> I'm going to have to marry someone who was adopted at a young age, realized they were adopted and no longer has a relationship with their adopted family or an orphan. Or someone who immigrated without a family, their, their family cannot be within a thousand miles of where I am at any one time. Man, that was crazy though. What if they just decide to get um, rid of hometowns? <laughs> They're like, you know what? You don't need to marry or you don't need to meet, meet families. Don't worry about it. The families hate you. It's fine. It's not worth <laughs> it. Uh, so then Rachel has a similar conversation with Dawn. Uh, AJ sits down with Avon. AJ says, I like her. She's great. I hope it works out for you. And then we just kind of ended there because, like I said, we got 40 minutes of promotion still. Uh, Avon says that he's falling in love with her. And Rachel does not tell him, but tells us. So I, I consider that the same thing. That she's falling in love with him? Yeah. I can I, I put him her telling us and her telling him. Like her telling us about Avon and her telling Tino, I put that on the same level. Mm-hmm. Because she's willing she's at least feels strongly enough to tell the cameras, which is something that we didn't get with Zach, which put Zach clearly in third place. Okay. Okay. So I was wondering the same thing because I thought that Zach was higher up than what um, I would have put him higher. I thought so at too. Town level, I thought, but because she didn't tell him, I am a little worried because I mm-hmm. thought that Zach had it in the bag. If I was just looking at everything on paper, how Zach's hometown was, I would have been like, you know what? It's you. I. I'm a bit surprised that she's falling in love with Avon. To me, I just felt like their relationship, to borrow words that are so typical of the franchise, that like maybe they weren't there yet. I almost anticipated Avon being sent home this week. Now she's telling us that she's falling in love with him. He's saying that he's in love with her. You know, I mean, is Avon adorable? 100,000% yes. Do I think that they have anything more than chemistry? Apparently. Well, that's the thing we just don't know about any of them. I yeah. at first I was getting a real Tyler C situation where like from Aiden. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. like he she's so into him, but mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to be as into her. Yeah. But her him being the one like, please, like, they're gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. They're gonna love you. And then following that whole evening up with I'm falling in love with you. 
made me mm-hmm. think that maybe I over my I overestimated Aven and that maybe Aven should be up there with Tino on his own merit and not just for the other reason. Yeah, maybe because I'm I'm like wow okay, this is much more of something that I had given it credit for. I guess maybe maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe yeah I don't know. But uh, so then this is where we cut back to the to the studio. And this is where Jesse informs us that because of the aforementioned promotions, we have no time to share to show the hometown's rose ceremony. So if you are a sad sack person who's desperate for more bachelor information in a unexciting rose ceremony because everyone who arrived gets a rose you can go to abc.com and watch that i cannot believe that they sent me from my tv to a website to see a useless rose ceremony that i didn't even want i didn't even click on it honestly i probably wouldn't have watched it if it was on i just can't believe like and maybe it would have been it would have been better if it was actually like jam packed with things that um that had made sense or like mattered. But this uh sorry, I'm being interrupted by an unknown caller. Um, but this made no sense to me. Like when the clock struck nine o'clock central standard time and I realized that they didn't give me a rose ceremony, but they gave us well, what did you say earlier? Two Two segments of Bros, Billy Eichner. We watched Meatball Marinara himself all over the stage. Like, we watched Logan tell us nothing. We watched a couch full of people who are going to be in paradise just be like, cool, we'll be there. This episode was literally not that you could have given me a rose ceremony. You could have given me that ceremony. I would have been perfectly happy. If they had told us that, hey, this week, we're only going to give you Avon's hometown date, and then we're going to end for a 30-minute episode. I'm just like, better than what you gave me, I guess. Literally. I just don't, like, this was the, I I clearly have deep feelings about this. This is the biggest non-tell-all ever. They told nothing. Yeah. Uh, We have, so then we'll start with the the men-tell-all. Roby, out of nowhere, has cut his hair, dyed it blonde, and has decided that despite the fact that being one of three people to go home first night because they could not stand having him there any longer, he deserves to be the star of the show. Wait, why? Why did he get so much time? Because he kept shouting. And they've literally never shushed someone who kept shouting things that were like sometimes coherent but also solely based off what was on TV because that's all he had access to. Like, literally, he felt like somebody who just, like, was on my couch watching with me, yelling at the TV. Yeah. Um, Who brought you to this party? (laughs) Not me. Uh, So we talked to really the only person who was there that actually had something to apologize for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jacob. The he's he was the one who told Gabby that 
if she was beautiful, but if she was the only one there, he would probably just self-eliminate. He said he was rude. It was fun explaining to my sister who these men were, though, whenever they came up, my sister was in town. She doesn't watch this at all. Um, and so when she was like, what is this guy apologizing for? And I explained to her, she was like, he said that on TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He said, I was rude. I was selfish. I was ignorant of her feelings. I need to take ownership of that. Uh, then they grill meatball on why he initially ex- rejected a rose from Rachel. He said, going into that rose ceremony, I thought I was going to get a rose. It was going to be from Gabby. Oh, meatball. So he was just flat twisted. Like, he was like, oh, I thought the other one was going to give me a rose. Yeah. And you? Uh, then Roby, as we mentioned, continues to insert himself. Ethan yells, <laughs> Roby. You had your chance, man. You were at the mansion for like four hours for a reason. I mean, have some respect for the rest of us who had genuine feelings. Mm. Uh, we talk We talk about Chris and Hayden, who both either by design or by lack of acceptance have not arrived. I'm mad. I'm mad that... Um, I'm mad that Roby was there and Hayden wasn't. Like, I'm mad that Hayden didn't bring his dog. Or may- Oh, what if his dog... R.I.P. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That would have been on the subreddit. I didn't say anything. But I'm just mad that his... I'm just mad he wasn't there. Nope. Because that was what I needed. I no. wanted that. I don't well, want to. I don't. I don't want to hear or see him again. I don't want him to be part of anything to do with the franchise. You're. A, he's a terrible person. I just want him to disappear. He's uh, a terrible person for sure. That's why we needed him there. Without I mean, him, look what we got. Nothing. No, because it wouldn't have been coherent in any way. Everyone would have just been screaming at him. He would have said a horrible thing about somebody, and then they would have all screamed again, and we would have gotten yeah. nothing out of it either way. Yeah, I wanted to hear him say horrible things like when he's pinned into a corner. I wanted them to stand up. I wanted them to yell at him. I wanted somebody to try to escort him out. You know, like I think right. we just need to get rid of this episode. <laughs> that that that's the thing that I learned from this. I don't really. I only mildly enjoy the ones where they're screaming, and I didn't enjoy this one. So let's just get rid mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Does it. Well, Roby tried to get some stuff going. <laughs> he, he tried his best, but like nobody knew who he was. Nobody cared. Nope. Uh, so we bring Logan on first, and he talks about how, what made what led to his decision. He said, "I saw this moving connection with Gabby, and so I, and so I accepted a rose from Rachel. If that's seen as a be a little baby boy move, so be it. But I thought it was worth exploring if it means spending the rest of my life with someone. I, we talked about it when it happened. I don't like that he did it." But I don't see myself making a different move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as much as I didn't like him and it was weird, the way he left was weird. I don't care. I, I still, I'm like really. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know what to do with it. It's like it happened his whole time, his whole presence there, like doesn't make sense to me. Nothing makes sense to me. No, and I really just don't want to keep talking. We'll see him in paradise, and maybe I'll like him better there. I just need to know what the heck happened. He, I just feel like he wasted our time. He did. 
He wasted everyone's time. Mm Mm-hmm. He did that as well. Why? I just want to know why. Well, they weren't going to ask him that. Ugh. That's so sick. Because what 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 we've learned is that the Bachelor people only go on Bachelor podcasts or Bachelor shows. And they only get asked questions by people friendly with Bachelor, the franchise. Which means unless they want the questions to be hard, they're not going to be. Has he been on any of the other shows? I haven't looked for him yet. Don't care. I haven't listened. I want to know. I, no, I just don't care about those podcasts anymore. Mm. Like, I, I don't they're even. They're so manufactured into the, into the franchise. I don't even follow Bachelor, Bachelor Happy Hour. I follow it. It pops up on my Spotify every week, but I don't listen to it. I just didn't even bother following. See who's on, so I can see who, like, what they had to say the week after. I just, I don't. I listened to it first, and then I just realized that it's just all manufactured, and it's giving the people that they want to have a voice to say what they want to say, but be pushed on nothing, and then also to sell. Mm-hmm. I would 100% agree. For sure. Speaking of selling, Jesse gave away a bunch of cruises and it was life changing. I and drank champagne. So upset when he first when he gave a cruise and he's like, "You get a cruise, you get a cruise, you get a cruise," and I was immediately thrown back to my days of young when Oprah gave away car cars mm-hmm. to people, um, and. I really fell for this stuff. I really thought that there was going to be something that was announced that was exciting. It was just a cruise. And I heard that the vouchers are only good for like a year. (laughs) And like, I think I would, I thought it could be a bachelor announcement because of like Uh, the surprise faces. But also, they're not going to make a bachelor announcement before Paradise. That was what. Weirdest. It's the weirdest moment. Have happened. I think that's all it was was just a hope to draw people in who thought they might be announcing The Bachelor, but also they did it too early. Like if if they were trying to tease a, a bachelor, a potential bachelor announcement, then mm-hmm. it should have been like the second to last segment. And I think that's why I was so thrown though. Yeah. Happened so early on, mm-hmm. and then I kept looking for the life changing announcement because I thought that I missed it. I was like, surely there's got to be something else. Like, what? What were they going to tell me? No, that was it. Yeah. Uh, next we have Nate. Nate is on the hot seat, and he was softballed prepared questions by Jesse a few times, and then. People who liked Nate were allowed to shout things from the chairs about how much of a better person that Nate made them for some reason, somehow. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I will say again, my sister who does not watch, um, she saw the package clips of Gabby and Nate together, and she was like, you know what? I can tell they had actual chemistry, I can tell they actually had real feelings for each other. She was like, that everything I see on this franchise is usually, you know, it seems fake or it seems a little forced. She was like, I feel like those two are actually real together. So I, and I told her, I was like, I think 
This is why I think that that Gabby should just drop out. Gabby should just call it quit because none of these guys are going to have what she had with Nate. Yeah. And even if it's not going to be found within the show, go find it in real life. You know, I think that Gabby would be much um, applauded for just being like, "Hey, I'm going to take I'm going to take my own story and get out of here now." Yeah. You know, Gabby's Gabby's her own kind of person anyway. You don't have to see this through, boys. You don't. No. So, but to circle back to Nate, um, yes. So he obviously was a great match for Gabby and they connected really well. Um, and I did feel like it was a little initially, like I was like, okay, it's a little uh overblown that he didn't introduce his girl to his daughter. Come on, we talked about it last week. You don't introduce your children to everybody that just might or might not come and go out of your life. You know, yeah. the kid wants mm-hmm. responsibility for the kid. However, I had forgotten about the little detail of dating two women at once and not telling either of them about the kid, wasn't it? I think only one of them claimed they didn't know. Okay. But when he's dating two women, this one woman said she dated him for like a year and a half, I think it was. Yeah. About a year. And then this other woman is like, he was dating me at the same time he was dating her. And then his his explanation is that he didn't want to bring his daughter into the instability of his dating life. But I'm like, after a year? No. <laughs> I, his explanation of I was a bad person because I was in a bad place because I had just gotten divorced, I... It's not enough of an explanation for me to write off everything. Uh-huh. I still think what he did was crappy, but I, I like, like I said, I don't support it. I obviously think that what he did was bad, and he was a bad person doing it. But I've never gotten a divorce with a child in the mix, and I <laughs> feel like after that you probably are in a rough spot mentally and emotionally. (laughs) So maybe he was just like, maybe he was getting different forms of connection from both of them. And maybe he, I I genuinely think that he saw the girl that was, that he had been dating for 18 months as a hookup slash friends with benefits slash slash sneaky link. And it was not an it was not a relationship that he ever took seriously, mm-hmm. and the one the other one maybe he took more seriously because that one never said that he didn't she didn't know about a daughter, right, right. So maybe the one that was eighteen months was only eighteen months because they saw it differently. I think if she knew that it was just a hookup slash friends with benefits that was being proposed as dating that she thought was mm-hmm. dating. I think she would have been out sooner and we wouldn't have had this issue. Yeah. I think I he think, was just not up front with everybody about what was happening. But it was interesting because if this had been anybody else, I feel like they would have really zoned in on that. Well, they want him to be the bachelor, so they're not going to. Right. Yeah. Like, that is what this is, right? And this is the first time that I actually saw it, the way that they were setting this up for him to find love in another capacity, well, in the same capacity, just different, slightly different vehicle. Yeah. Um, but I don't 
Oh, I don't know how I like that. I mean, I he's got experience. I get it. People like people. Oh, come on. You, you missed my joke. What? I said, well, at least he has experience. When he becomes the bachelor, he's used to dating multiple people. And you were so busy getting your point out, you didn't even hear my funny joke. I'm sorry, okay? We have a show where we talk. <laughs> that was a good one. Good one. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, though. It's just weird how they're just like, oh, and then like you said, people start yelling out how much they love me. We love you, man. You made us like better people in the house. I've learned so much from you. You know, and I'm like, Okay. All right. Y'all are really setting this up, huh? Y'all are really leaning into this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, our next segment was the bringing Genevieve, Andrew S., Serene, and uh, Victoria F. on the stage for a Bachelor in Paradise little discussion and then a preview. And then, so then there, there's some people, there's a, there's actually looked like a pretty decent season overall. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see some of these people that are on the island. Um, I also, there's a girl, was there, did I see Lace on the island? Lace will be on the island. (laughs) Um, I'm excited to see people that I like didn't I haven't thought about in a while um like let me see I need to see like the list of people we're gonna get to that Erin. I know I know we're just we we I was very excited to see Andrew though yes Andrew we saw him at Bachelor Live on stage we did St. Louis he was so cute I wondered why I didn't submit my own application because I could have been on a date with him that's fine though no, fate didn't lead me there, but still. It is what it is. And so we move past that and then we sit through a I forgot even I forgot about this, but our preview of the Kardashian season two. That took a year. My goodness. Yes. And then all we, because of ABC's partnership with Hulu. Mm-hmm. Well the fact that it, it they're all owned by Disney. It's not a partnership. You're just owned by the same person. That's true. That's true. Uh then we have Gabby and Rachel finally on stage, and I don't know what happened to Carrie, or if Carrie was not in charge tonight, but Rachel looked at the best as Rachel's ever looked. Um, This is how Rachel always looks whenever she is Does it on herself? stage. Does it herself? Like, I don't understand. Have you... Okay, so I started following Carrie on Instagram. Just to see the things that people say to him. And he now has been saying in his comments, he's like, you guys are going to say that I hate Rachel and that I didn't show up for her and blah, blah, blah. But, and then I love to see how he tries to back up that he sent her to the hometown with Tyler wearing like basically like a giant shoe or something. I don't know. I'm making that up. But (laughs) But he's like, oh, we try to prepare them for weather. But, you know, it doesn't always work out. And yada, yada. I'm like, you're a stylist. You're supposed to prepare for the smallest gust of wind. You know? Yeah. Smallest breeze. You prepare for that. What are you telling me? 
Harry. You're telling me you don't know what you're doing. And as we've discussed it since the very beginning, Rachel looks different than any other bachelorette they've ever had. And he clearly doesn't know what he's doing, if it's this or not. Tall and skinny. So weird. I just, I don't get it. But uh, we have them on stage. They, I mean, obviously... Gabby looks incredible as she always does. So there, I, did, I mm-hmm. should point that out because she also looked incredible, but she always looks incredible. Uh, we have them all getting some questions from the guys. Uh, Mario asked Gabby about what happened after their initial connection. Gabby basically said that she was hurt that he seemed to be interested in Rachel as well, and that he just she decided for him. That he was that she was going to pursue that he was she was going to pursue that he was going to pursue her, and she didn't feel like she was ever chosen. Yeah, Mario did kind of fade away. Well, I don't think that's. I don't blame Mario here. Mm-hmm. I think that on week if you can't on week two have a flirty discussion with the other lead to make sure that you don't have a better connection from, because like, it's not like he chose Gabby. Gabby gave him the rose. If you can Mm -hmm. on a week two have a conversation with Rachel during the cocktail party meant for conversations to see if maybe you Mm -hmm. connect with Rachel better then when can you have that opportunity? And apparently to Gabby, you can't if you're Mario and get the first impression rose. And I guess she just kind of back burner him from there. And yeah, it was just over. she did look over. Remember, she saw him talking yeah. to her. And I think like, that was the moment that she was like, "Man, I think he." Was, I just, I think he was for whatever reason dead at that point. It was over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jordan. No, that's the whole premise. Yeah. The whole having the two bachelorettes. So. Uh, Jordan, Mister Race Car Driver, says some cute things about Rachel. He looks like on. he's ten. Yeah. And then uh, Gabby asks Jacob if there's anything he'd like to say to her. He says, I'm sorry for my actions. And then he starts to like get emotional about it. He says, I know you may not accept this apology, but I'm truly and deeply sorry. I think Jacob just, for whatever reason, got carried away with his word choice. I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he's bad either. Because he never... There was no other infer- there was no other indication that he was even entertaining to have on the show. So that- also, him saying what he said was just brutally honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like he was like you're ugly, and if you if you were the only person, I would have left night one. I wouldn't even got out of the limo. <laughs> yeah, he would have just told the driver to keep driving. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Uh then Rachel gets an apology from Logan. He says, I think I was looking for the perfect time to have a conversation where it was private and where I could say everything I wanted to say, but I wish I didn't for the, but I wish I didn't wait for the perfect time or the perfect place. I'm trying to be better. I just, I and just don't understand. He seems to be very popular in paradise. Why? I know I saw that. And I'm like, what is this? Like his '90s haircut. He looks like a walking character from like, like, what is it? Dream Phone. Um, <laughs> I don't. Did you remember that? I didn't see that. No. 
Okay. Drew Pone was so great. Oh, I loved it. You would like call and like you'd, you'd like call your crush and be like, I'm Chad. Meet me in the food court or something like that. Like it was so great. <laughs> I love Dream Phone. I'm gonna find it on Amazon. I had Dream Phone when I was a kid. But yeah, he looks like he looks like somebody from that. Like he, I don't understand those bangs. I don't understand that 90s boy bowl, bowl haircut that he's trying to bring back. He looks like somebody that would have worked Peach Pit on 90210. The only thing I'll give him is that TikTok has decided the middle part is in. I know TikTok can suck it. <laughs> it was, Even though follow us on TikTok. <laughs> first of all, super necessary and aggressive. And second of all, you're old. You don't get to decide that. Excuse me. No. TikTok, like, on, on TikTok, you are. Nah. On TikTok, the median age on TikTok is like 16. Ew. I don't need to be there anyway. That's fine. You don't have to be, but I'm just saying, TikTok decides. What, TikTok decides what's cool now, and apparently the middle part is in. Well, you know what? I'll show TikTok a middle part to to the point where Tom Brady is trying to do a middle part. Did you see that the other day? It's horrific. It's the it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I I need to I need to see that. But also be warned, he clearly had an aggressive amount of work done in his 11 days off, and it hasn't settled yet. <laughs> Really? He looks bad. Oh, you, you You looked it up. I'll keep going. Uh, we in the segment with Tyler telling Rachel how much class she had in her breakup with him. And then Gabby telling Nate, Gabby thanking Nate for being such a leader for all the men and how well you treat women. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, I bet she was paid an extra grand to say that. Uh, yeah. With a straight face. And also... Unless he like stabs someone between now and into paradise, he's gonna be the bachelor. Also, yeah, uh, no, Tom Brady. I can't. I Tom Brady is good looking. He's better than the middle part. Also, why? This is not Tom Brady. This is a fraud. I refuse. I reject this. I reject this look. This is I how don't. you get to be a forty-five-year-old starting quarterback aggressive work done all of the time especially right before the season starts and a really aggressive die job on the team oh 100% you're okay. right we, we are we are spending too much time on this crappy episode uh we have two segments of uh advertisements for the new movie bros which is uh seems fine Why? I don't know. Why was this here? We were reminded that Billy Eichner called Colton gay on his season of The Bachelor. And I went back and watched that episode. And I think Colton liked Billy Eichner more than he liked anybody on that season. (laughs) And I'm also reminded, what a waste for Colton to have, honestly, probably the most attractive group of girls that have ever been combined on one season and we wasted on Colton, who not only who not only was bad at it, but also gay. He was really bad at it. Which is like think about and the like, think about the incredible women on his season. And uh, all yeah. of it wasted. All of it. it it was uh I mean it was a waste not I would say it was a waste not because he's gay, but because he wasted himself. 
you know. But I'm just saying, uh, like, but like, we could have had a season where a couple actually got together because a lot of these women were not just beautiful but also great. Like, mm-hmm. Tasha, incredible. Hannah Brown, love her to death. Cassie has, other than being on things on occasion, has basically stepped away from the limelight, does her schoolwork, does her job, and makes clothes with her sister. <laughs> her sister that's like her twin? Or is she her yeah, twin? basically her twin. <laughs> and then, uh, who else? Like Katie? Katie Morton? Love Katie. Katie's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, Katie was on this season. I just, it's incredible how many great women were on that season. It was just a giant waste. I feel like his season was like the last good season of women, though. Because, yeah, after that, it was Peter. Peter. Peter had a few good ones. Peter had a sorority house. (laughs) (laughs) Like, those, no. And I love friend of the show Alea, but that Peter's house Peter's crew of women that was a blank show and you know it you have to be careful because the the aforementioned subreddit will tear you apart because there is not a there's not a safer place on the internet for Hannah Ann Sluss than the bachelor subreddit oh my gosh they love that woman like why they, she did nothing to me. They literally, like, they literally, nothing. they literally refer to her as uh, the angel of Bachelor Nation. She literally did nothing. I know. Her to have gotten that far, I remember thinking too, like, okay, you're that far, great. But yeah, Colton, Colton season had the last crew, in my opinion, the last good crop of girls and women. Yeah, like women. Fair. Then it went crazy and because of Peter's craziness then that's because we got that's why we got Claire because we were like oh no 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 we cannot we've got a course correct they overcorrected and Claire was like doesn't matter if you're old or not you can still be crazy (laughs) okay are you fine skipping the bros promotion and also the coming up in the bachelorette because they always find a way to tease us and everyone's crying Absolutely. I'm still trying to figure out where the bros promotion was here. Why? It, it didn't and also, be. Luke McFarlane, I appreciate the fact that he showed up and A, he's cute and he's always on Hallmark, which, like, okay, love it. Love Hallmark is my place of comfort and peace. But um, also, I appreciate the fact that he was like the only guest. That, did you notice that he would ask them questions? Yeah. <laughs> he's so caring. He's such a good guy. But uh, why? Why this promotion? And why, Meatball, did you douse yourself in marinara sauce again and then get it all over Billy Eichner's great cardigan? Look, Billy Eichner made himself be a part of that. And like I said, I just want to talk about Paradise now. Okay. All right. To the beach we go. To the beach we go. We already spent 48 minutes on that episode, and I'm disappointed <laughs> in you for that. Because I felt like you kept dragging it out. Uh, Paradise. <laughs> So some of these people you've seen be announced and some of these people you haven't. So we'll just do our best to talk about everybody super quickly. First name on the list, uh, Andrew Spencer. Uh, I mean, we all love Andrew. We think he's great. We saw him live in person. He makes as many jokes in person as you would expect him to. And then on his post about being 
in paradise, his good friend Greg says, and I'm just sitting here eating a bag of chips. <laughs> so, once again, the Greg Andrew Andrew relationship is undefeated. Love it. I also really do love the fact that Greg is um, Greg made a comeback. He dodged that gaslighting bullet. I think people have like for the most part turned on Katie, and in the process of turning on Katie, they have returned on Greg. Because Greg was Greg well, was loved, and then they turned on him, and now they seem to have returned on him. Greg like laid low for a bit, and then it was like, wait a second, like the veil was lifted, and we're like, Greg didn't really do anything that bad though. No. Come on down, Greg. Uh, next we have Casey, the guy who reminds me of uh, Kristen Bell's husband, whose name I always forget. Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard from Michelle's season. He's 100% Dax Shepard, like 100%. Uh, do you care about Casey? I mean, I think I care about him more on the island than I do Fair. Michelle's season. Like, Fair. in on the island, I can see me being like, who is this man? Is he cool? Like, let's spend some time with him. If I were on the island, I might be like, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. You know? Also, I don't think he's going to be a hot commodity, so you can just tuck him away. <laughs> and assume that no one wants to go after the super brain Dak Shepard. How old is he? And they don't tell his age. He's not terrible, though. He, But he does kind of remind me of, he has vibes of, like, a guy who's been on several different shows that you can't place, but you're like, he was the guy from the one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, guy. That's just, his whole vibe. Just like Dak Shepard. The whole, yeah. The Dak Shepard, best known for his podcast and marrying Kristen Bell. Yes. Uh, next, we have Shanae from Clayton's season. Uh, How did you feel when you she, saw her? She also seems to be a hot commodity. Once again, I don't understand it. Because she's the worst. Uh, next we have Genevieve. Of she course, also, they put her right after Shanae. Also from Clayton's season, we remember her best because she hated Shanae. And I am so excited to have Genevieve back. <laughs> I actually genuinely liked her. I could care less. That's fine. Uh, next we have someone I couldn't care less about, Jill Chen, also from Clayton's season. Okay, so I've been watching a lot of Mad About You. <laughs> sure. And- <laughs> As listen, one does. Listen, it makes sense. Joe reminds me of Jamie's sister on Mad About You. Y'all, look it up. Find her. She looks like her. I will. Like, the two other people out there that are listening to this podcast that also are overlapping Mad About You fans. Yeah, I'll take your <laughs> word for it. Yes. <laughs> we can do a watch party on Amazon Prime. Uh, next, we have Sierra from Clayton Season as well. Uh, I remember her, her exclusively for being the super tattletale. Yes. I was like, why do I looking at her face and feeling like there's like somebody's going to like tell on trouble. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Cause she told on that one girl who had a boyfriend back home. And then she told on Shanae as well. I think at least Shanae. once. Yes. Uh, next we have Justin from Katie's season. He was, remember, he was third place, and we knew nothing about him besides how hilarious his facial expressions were, which I'm very yes. excited to have back. I'm very excited about his, his facial expressions. 
<laughs> Next, we have my boy Brandon from Michelle's season, the runner-up. His heart is healed, and he is ready for paradise. And I believe I saw him making out in the hot tub with Thoreen. Oh. Would not be unhappy about that. That makes sense. Really, really um, adorable couple. Very genuinely sweet. Um, I think I don't know who hit, I pair him with right away, but I do not find it shocking that he is wearing those blaring white shoes. Oh, that's the I, most burning thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But he's adorable, and so I'm excited about having him back. Uh, next, we have Haley Mal from Clayton Season of The Bachelorette. And EW gives us a best known for each for each person. This one says, to be honest, I'm not fully convinced she was actually a contestant. Our producers gaslighting us. I've never seen this woman in my life. That is a like that's why that's why my face looked like the way it did while <laughs> you were reading. I was like, who is this? And also I think it's funny that they're like reaching back, like which I'm appreciative that they're reaching back because like I said, Clayton season, the last season, or not Clayton, um, you know what? I was thinking about Colton. Mm-hmm. I'm just like <laughs> reaching back. It's like six months yeah. ago. Never mind. The fact that it's been six months and I still don't remember this girl. She was like, clearly <laughs> a gone first nighter and was just super hot. And that's why they just want to bring her back. If they bring Roby on this island, I will I will write. I, I hope they don't. I don't want to see Roby or the twins. I don't. Care. Y'all keep him to yourselves. No. I do not need magic tricks on the island. Do you know, do you know that uh, that girls where the girl says stop trying to make fetch happen yes and people say stop trying to make blank happen yeah producers stop trying to make roby happen uh absolutely absolutely i uh, don't need that life. next we have michael a the king of katie's season of the bachelorette uh as a reminder he was the one who went home because he missed the sun and as bachelor data reminded us bachelor in paradise filming is about half the time of the bachelorette season mm-hmm. so it's about three to four weeks and then i think that's why it's a lot easier for him to go to paradise than another season or his own season when that usually takes seven to eight weeks okay because i was wondering i was like his kid is gonna be somewhere out there facetiming him on the island asking so you don't love me anymore again <laughs> so you just decided to take another trip um, so, I also po- think that Nate possibility that he's his lunch money, his bachelor lunch money. Because remember when Michael was like the one that it was like <gasps> maybe he could be the next bachelor, single dad with his adorable little kid who just asks a lot of questions. <laughs> um, maybe it's him. That's why Michael is like, let me put myself back in this game. People. Shh. People who forgot about who their favorite single dad is. Yeah, he's like, shut up, little Timmy. Like, your dad's got to get back out there. <laughs> got to show my face on TV again. Next so. next we have Teddy. One of, the, one of the best but saddest parts of Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She just... Uh... She's probably going to be like, uh, what's her name? Why am I forgetting her name now? Serena P. I feel like she's she's going to hook up with Casey like day two, and they're going to yeah. see her disappear. Now they're going to be married. Listen, 
I feel like you might have just predicted like a couple that will just be like, that's it. And now they live in the suburbs of Chicago or something. I mean, I really feel like Teddy can do better. But also, Serena P could have done better. So it's okay. It is what it is. I said what I said. We're moving on. No, excuse me. You don't put that hate into the universe and then expect me to just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> take that back. You take that back. Grocery no. store. Joe is a treasure and a delightful looking man. Yes. But Any also, one of us would be lucky to have him. But also, he continuously underperformed in the clothing department while Serena P in every opportunity she gets glams it up and she's incredible. Did you see didn't you see the like the photos from their back from their engagement party? Mm-mm. No. Serena well, P I saw photos from Wells' wedding. Wait, no, Wells' wedding, she wasn't there. <laughs> no, she was not there. But I think uh, I think I heard she was sick. No, but yeah, he like left space for her, like in photos. <laughs> uh, so last week, I think it was they had their engagement party, which is just like I guess it was probably like the one year anniversary of maybe them mm-hmm. or something, or the one year anniversary of him proposing or something. But yeah, he has like a slightly wrinkled white shirt on, and she looks like she's descended from Mount Olympus to grace us with her presence. I just love that. I like the fact that, like, he's not like he doesn't this try. model man. Like, his looks are so good, but he's just like, whatever. Like, he barely cares. Barely cares about going out. Barely cares about, like, being on TV. He's just like, I just I feel like you enjoy that for your Hollywood crush, but you would hate that for your spouse. Maybe you're right. Let me marry Grocery Store Joe and find out. <laughs> Next. All right. We're going to need your help with this one, Ernie. Next, we have Lace. Uh, the last time we saw her was getting engaged to Grant Kemp on Bachelor in Paradise Season 3. And you said Ben Higgins season of The Bachelor? Lace was on... No, it wasn't Ben Higgins. Who's... Hang on. Whose season was she on? I feel like it was... Was it Peter? No, she was not. I don't think she was on Peter. No, Lace because she was on... Drunk. It says she was Bachelor in Paradise 3. She was Bachelor in Paradise 3, but she... That had to have been pre-Peter. Engaged to Grant and... I don't even know who... I don't know who any of these... Either of these people are. So these are... Okay. This must have been, at the very least, the the Bachelor in Paradise before Hannah. Okay. I feel like we're entering BIP 6. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. Because I feel like... She was on, okay, so she's Bachelor Season 20. Uh, oh, what's been Higgins? Oh, okay. I thought it was Colton. I thought it was Colton. But dang. So, okay, this is a reach back then. But see, what's ironic, though, is the fact that that girl, Haley, could be so new, and I have no idea who she is. Lace is actually the one who's from, like, a couple of years ago, and to me, she feels like she's yesterday. Yeah. So you... Lace did some work. She did some work on herself. She said the last time she was on Bachelor in Paradise, she was like, I had to work on myself and who I am and, you know, get like gain some self-confidence. Because before, Lace was just like, she was just a sad, drunk girl who was just saying stuff that was crazy. (laughs) 
she was like she wasn't mean it was like but maybe like a little bit Shanae a little bit of um Kelsey Champagne Kelsey okay she walked so that Kelsey could run <laughs> well I don't know who she is but she's very pretty and that's all I know about yeah. her at this moment. yeah she is and obviously it didn't work out with Grant clearly not uh, next we have Serene the teacher from Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Serene is so pretty. She's very pretty, and she was very sweet the whole season, so I'm very excited for her to find mm-hmm. somebody. And, and if it is true about her and Brandon, from what it looked like in the hot tub, then congratulations to both of them. That's a very that's a very attractive and sweet couple. I feel like I would almost put her with Michael, though. I, would be, I wouldn't be excited. I wouldn't be upset about that either. Yeah, I would put her with Michael. Because Brandon is so young. Like, Serene is, like, very... That's true. Like, she's young, but she feels like she's got, like, a mature vibe to her, you know? Yeah. And that's why I put her with Michael, because I feel like Michael would balance with her. Fair. Brandon is such a baby. I just want... Okay, we're just going to be honest with it. I just want Brandon to be happy. Okay. And that's great. And that's... And I was hoping... I love your devotion to, like, whoever your favorite is. You're so loyal. They're your ride or dies. You're like, I will happy. Similar age, Brendan and Teddy. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, they, oh, they'd be like little high school sweethearts. Absolutely. But man, um, if your boy Nate walks in here. Sorry, everyone. Nate. Sorry, <laughs> everyone. Nate becomes the hottest commodity on that beach the minute he steps <laughs> on the sand. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how far you went on your season. Nate immediately becomes the coolest person on the beach. But he's like not. But he is. We're moving on. Doc- now we have uh, Romeo. If I remember correctly, he's a doctor from Michelle's season of the Michelle's Bachelor. season. Okay. I couldn't remember. Um, Romeo's cute. I think he's a doctor from New York. See, I, you remember more than me. I don't know what he he was a guest and a friend of the bachelor party podcast so she talks about mm-hmm. him every once in a while <gasps> next okay. we have our chicago accused escort one of the prettier seasons i one of the prettier contestants i remember from recent history Brittany from that season of the bachelor who i'm came glad on that late. she's getting another another chance another chance this is only her second chance but i I mean, but like she's getting another chance. Like she she arrives on Matt James' season, immediately is called like a hoe. <laughs> like, no, it, no, it, she's a hoe for money. Oh my gosh! Right, because hoes I, aren't for money; they're just she, for the love of the I'm game. I'm glad that she gets another go around, but I felt like that was like a little, <laughs> a little weird. But See, I, okay, I, Ernie, <laughs> er, Ernie, Ernie, you missed another classic joke. What I, did, I said. Did you, I said, no, she's a hoe for money. Hoes do it for the love of the game. What's the joke from? No, I just made it up. Hoes, hoes, <laughs> hoes just do it because they love hoeing, not because they get paid for it. I literally was like, is that a line from the office? Like, no, what? I'm just saying hoes just do it for the love of the game, man. Hoes do it for the love. Wow. Wow. Well, she's not a hoe, and she's getting, her, she's getting a second chance. Absolutely. She is neither a hoe nor an escort, and she is able no. to... Attempt to find I think love. It's funny that they gave that one girl Anna a chance before a chance. <laughs> to be fair, though, did Anna really have a chance? Not 
one. <laughs> she came on so late. It was almost like that was the insult. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They're like, we'll bring you out. We'll bring you out in like the 11th hour and no one will remember. Uh, next, we have someone who's never been on television before. This is Kira. Apparently, she was on the Clayton <laughs> season of The Bachelor. Never seen her before in my life. I remember her. I remember her. Nope. She's never been on TV before. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, oh, what's it called? A, uh, oh, shoot. There's like a scientific term for like things that people imagine that they think are true and, but didn't happen. Are you talking about the Mandela effect? Yes, the Mandela effect. She's a Mandela yeah. effect. She's never been on TV before. <laughs> uh, next we have the recently mentioned Jacob, the one who said, Gabby, uh, I would, you're beautiful, but I would rather be anywhere else than where you are. He just looked too much like Tarzan for me. Yeah. Next, we have uh, Hunter. She was on really season of The Bachelorette. I vaguely recognize her, but don't know anything about her. <laughs> I just have the best known for being outed as someone who suffers from IBS during a group date. <laughs> And I shouldn't be laughing at that. That's a very real thing. There are a lot of sufferers out there. But like that is if that's your one claim to fame, I'd be so mad. And then the last two people, one of them is mentioned on the list. One of them was shown last night. We have Logan from Gabby and Rachel's season of The Bachelorette, best known for dumping Rachel to date Gabby, only to be eliminated by positive COVID test, apparently. The following Don't Don't believe it for a second. And then finally, we learned this last night on the episode that Victoria F, the mess that, the biggest mess on Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor, besides Peter Weber himself, will be returning to your TV as a member of Bachelor in Paradise. I was, I was surprised too. I was, I was like, what? Victoria F? You know? Uh, okay. Her... She's made a re a reemergence into the Bachelor society, and also um, the guy that she formerly dated for a short amount of time, Farmer Chris, was seen at Wells's wedding the other day, and he was in a picture with grocery store Joe. And I was like, "Look at that! Look at him getting out there again! Look at him going to weddings! <laughs> Just look at him!" <laughs> so she briefly had a popular moment on the Bachelor subreddit, where no, it was not no. It wasn't, I take it back, it wasn't the Bachelor subreddit. I think it was an NBA subreddit mm-hmm. because Kevin Durant had liked her Instagram photo. But like mm-hmm. she was doing like a lingerie ad for Savage by Fenty, the Rihanna, uh, the Rihanna was lingerie like she's brand. Doing a lingerie, was she doing a lingerie ad for um, something like a MAGA, a MAGA lingerie ad? Stop it. No, she was doing it by Sav- for Savage by Fenty, which is Rihanna's brand. And then people were like, Kevin Durant likes Victoria F's Instagram post. And I made the comment, just like, oh my gosh, you're telling me that a single individual liked the very attractive uh, picture of a very attractive person in lingerie on Instagram? And it got like 20 upvotes. I'm just like, why is this news? This shouldn't be news on either person's su- either subreddit for a famous person to like another famous person's sexy Instagram Wait, is she post. really famous? It's not... She's she's not that famous. She's like okay. she's saying 
She's famous for not bringing Peter home to meet her parents. <laughs> okay, I, I should say. Literally, I feel like we may have manifested her chances last, in here because week. of talking about her last week. Fair. I've not thought about this woman in like three years. I haven't, haven't thought about her one time. Could not have cared less. And yeah. that was, honestly, her claim to fame is the one person on this series that's just been so horrible that I can't see past her horribleness to find her attractive. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's how, you know how horrible you have to be to, like, not be considered attractive because of how horrible you are? You have to be really bad. You have to be like, really bad. Really bad. Really bad. So that yeah. that supposedly starts the 27th of September. So we have almost a month until that. And then that will be apparently Mondays and Tuesdays since Dancing with the Stars is not on Mondays anymore. Man. All right. All right, man. We're going to have to do this. This is, this is going to be some cranking through. Because Paradise, Paradise uh, suffers no fools. Like, it's going to be... It's quick. They're going to be throwing stuff at us left and right. There's going to be stuff that we will have to react to, um, like, uh, what's his name? Brendan and Piper last, mm-hmm. last year. Still giving us our crown jewel of our most viral post on Instagram. Because y'all had a lot of thoughts and feelings that <laughs> continued for three months. Um, but... I think that, yeah, paradise is where you really got to roll up your sleeves. Like this is this is gonna carry us through to twenty twenty three. Which we're gonna need a break after it. How long does it last? Is it? I think it's gonna be like end of September, probably till around Thanksgiving. That's insane to me. And also, turkey. There might be snow on the ground, and these people are. On the beach. There's not going to be snow. Maybe somewhere, but just not here. I did hear that it's going to be a really bad Midwest winter. Well, I'll wait till Dave Murray tells me. <laughs> he's, it's, yeah, well, he's, still, he's still... He's still those Facebook, and then he's the, like, KMOX official. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like, he's not going to tell you. Oh, he's going to tell... He, I listen to him almost every day. Don't, don't tell me he doesn't okay. tell me the weather. Okay, all right, all right. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was super niche, and I don't think, like, more than 20 people, more than, like, 10 people knew what we were talking about there. I believe that somebody out there, though, is going to be like, yeah, Dave Murray. <laughs> Someone who, like, used to live here 20 years ago, but moved here, like, right. Dave Murray's still doing web? <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, there has been some adjustments to the schedule coming up we're going to talk about those really quick it seems like next week will be a monday and tuesday episode so that's going to be rough talk about that much information wednesday because it seems like we're going to have two over two overnight episodes in a row and it seems like for whatever reason we're going to have the finale spread over two weeks because everyone loves that yeah and they can't do it over two nights because of football because not even abc wants go up against football absolutely not yeah it, it's a it would be a disaster all right uh so yeah it could be double episodes next week there is double episodes next week and then it still sounds like it's going to end the 20th 
which means our final episode will be the 21st and we will be back the 27th for paradise like i said we will get a whole six days off we're willing to do the work for you but it is going to be insane it's gonna be hard but we are gonna be here for you uh anything else ernie no i am still trying to remember who these men are so no (laughs) that's fine uh i shouldn't have a trusty cheat sheet with me at some point because i keep calling jason zach and zach chris which i don't even know is there a chris in here no there hasn't been a chris here in a month maybe longer month and a half was there a chris here there was yeah, there was a Chris who like was like talking about fantasy suites like in oh, week two. That's why I thought of Chris. Yeah. yeah. He was somebody else that was horrible that didn't show up. Uh I just needed all the horrible ones to show up. It would have been much more exciting. Well, they didn't. And look what we got instead. Nothing. I want Ethan to be the bachelor. I just do. I either want him on the island or I want him to be the bachelor. Well they Nate and Ethan did put out a TikTok suggesting that they will be dual bachelors. You know that there was a trend that went for a while where you like you were like thud on a door, and on mm-hmm. the other side of the door would be you in a hot outfit. Most mm-hmm. of the time, that's what it was because it's just what TikTok is mostly now. You showing off like your hot outfits, but what it was was him was Nate doing the the hammer on a door thing, and when he would see the other side of the door, it was Ethan listening. And the <laughs> caption over it says, take this journey with me. I wouldn't be mad about it. So maybe we'll have a dual bachelor season, one of those being a black single father and the other one being an Asian man. I wouldn't be mad about it. That would be it. very interesting. Ever though. But there's also been sightings of Nate walking around town holding a woman's hand. Holding hands. Yeah, so, they did see that. They so who knows that. what's happening. Let's uh, give it Ethan. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be upset about it. All right. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. You can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. And you can follow us on TikTok if I ever post a TikTok again at Right underscore Reasons underscore Pod. Uh, Ernie, we seem to have all the time in the world and also no time at all as we head into a, a rat race at the end of the season in the paradise. So I will talk to you later. Definitely. Bye. Bye, everybody.